Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast. This podcast where we talk about swim lessons, swim teams, and how you can be a better teacher. We want to make you an effective swimming instructor, whether that's on the pool deck or in the water with your swimmers. Today's episode is number 27. Do you, do you use social media to promote your swim lessons? My name is Jeff. Let's get started. Social media. Today we're talking about social media. Things like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And we want to talk about, is this an effective use of your time? And are they effective tools for you and your swim lesson program? Now, some of you are do-it-yourself people that teach lessons out of your backyard or at someone else's house in a private pool. And some of you are aquatic directors who work with a large organization. Now, whether that's a private uh, company such as FOSS or I think Goldfish Aquatics, uh, I'm sure there are more specific regional names, um, or if you are part of a park district or a YMCA, are you using social media to promote your programs and specifically your specific location? Now, this is kind of a two-pronged issue because if you're doing this on your own without any affiliation with a large group, then I think that you should be leveraging social media a lot more because you don't have that brand recognition that the YMCA or a park district or uh, American Red Cross might have. Um, and if you are a large group, you know, you can sometimes get lost in the individuality of your program. So what do you do at your facility that the YMCA, the next town over, doesn't do? You know, and you can use social media to do that. So we're going to talk about some of the things that you can think of. I'm going to try to keep this very focused uh, because social media is such a large beast in itself. So there are so many different variables to social media. Uh, so we're going to start with, um, the, we're only going to focus on the top four. So Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and Twitter. And of those, uh, I think the most popular uh, are, is definitely Facebook. Uh, and then Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and Pinterest, not so much for actual programs, uh, but, you know, it's a very popular tool and people use it a lot. They share it there, so I thought I'd mention it. So to begin with, um, what are you going to put on your social media website? Um, you know, are, are you using multiple ones or are you using just one? Now, a lot of the marketing specialists that are in the internet right now uh, saying, you know, here's how you should promote your program, here's what you should be doing, or here's how you should promote your website, which, you know, as running swimminglessonsideas.com is something that I'm interested in, is how do we promote our website through social media. But for a swim program, you know, how are you using social media and do you have any rules for social media as part of an organization so if you're by yourself if you're on your own um, you can use any of these on your own without any issues um, you know there's no corporate policy there's no group policy so as part of a park district or as part of a ymca or a jcc or a um, community you know some sort of organization you know a company if you run by FOSS or something, then there's going to be some rules on how you go about using social media. And in a lot of cases, uh, there's probably going to be someone fully dedicated to running that program or that social media portion. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, so 
before you even begin, think about, you know, are you even allowed to do this as part of your organization? So if you are an aquatics director at a large facility, is this something that you can even do as part of your you know, program? Or uh, if you're by yourself and you're running a program on your own or you own a swimming lessons company, you know, I I'd, I'd highly recommend using social media to drive traffic to your website uh, and then from there into your program. Uh, so if you can, I think it's a great tool. If you are not allowed to, see how you can integrate some of your content and pictures into the existing social media uh, that you have. And maybe that requires you to go through a social media manager, uh, somebody on staff that handles social media. And by social media, again, I'm talking about Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Pinterest. And there are others out there as well uh, that you may be using. So, okay, so, you know, we've established, are you going to use it? And the assumption here would be, I would assume yes. You know, do you use social media to promote your swim lessons? If you don't, I think you should. Uh, and if you do, um, fantastic. Let's, let's move on. So some key things to look out for. You know, here's what we want to look at. Number one, what are we actually going to put on social media? So there's, there's some, you want to have a focused, consistent approach. And everybody that talks about, you know, how did I get so many followers on Facebook or how did I get so many followers on Instagram is that everything that you put should have um, something that someone's interested in, but it should also be a very focused um, plan here. So you want to be either promoting something or you want to be showing quality content uh, to your viewing audience. Now that can be anything from, you know, pictures or videos or, you know, celebratory, like, congratulation things. You know, you want to have some sort of focus and some sort of regular plan. Now, that doesn't mean you should always be doing the same thing. So I'm not saying only show pictures of kids jumping in with the swim instructor or only show pictures of your swim instructor's faces. You know, I'm, I'm saying have a plan where you may have a bunch of varied different topics, but they all point to one location. So, you know, here's a picture of so-and-so or of little Johnny getting his level one certificate and his swim instructor, Charlize. You know, there's that's one picture that you can put, and that can be a theme of pictures, you know, level up pictures. You know, congratulations, you've moved on to the next level. We're going to take a picture of it. We have this little place right here, and... It's going to be put on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter, either immediately or in the future. Uh, so have a plan, have a focus, have a reason, have a guiding principle for your lesson or for your social media content. All right. What we don't want to see are random inside jokes that a few people understand or are not pertinent to the larger group. So we want to have engaging content, content that actually is both, you know, it's going to attract other people. They're going to see a pattern of, oh, this is what happens when you do this, and it's an exciting event. Or you want to see, oh, here are examples of a quality program. Here are examples of people having fun. You know, break it down into, I would say, four or five different categories of things that you want to promote on your program. Get a lot of content, and then later on you can sift through it and put it up on, you know, Instagram or Facebook um, or Twitter. Uh, and we can go into how to do that later. Uh, so, you know, have a, a large 
focus, you know, pointing towards something that you want to achieve. Now, surprisingly, if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, this echoes really closely to episode number 25, Purposeful Practice, where we talk about having all of your practices aim towards the same purpose or to the one goal. You know, today we're going to work on freestyle. So we're going to do these four different activities that all point to freestyle in different ways. And when we do freestyle, then we may incorporate all those four activities into this one. You know, exactly that. That's what that's what I'm talking about with social media. You know, you may have these four different things that approach your goal from a different angle, but have a plan and have an angle to go towards. You know, have a point that you're looking for. I want my social media program to drive traffic to our website so people can find out about us in this area and then come sign up and join our program. You know, when I do social media, it's here's information about swim lessons. Are you interested in this? Fantastic. Then come check out our website because we offer these amazing lesson plans and this swim instructor training workbook that is going to make you a better swim teacher. You know, so that's that's my focus. I want I want people to engage with the content that we create so that they're interested in swim lessons and becoming better swim instructors. And from there, they can use these tools that we use in our program to make it easier for them in the water with their own staff or with themselves. You know, or get more ideas. Let's get fresh ideas. Um, or let's just have a reference sheet because it's always good to have more material. You know, so, so my social media program is check out our website. And from there check out the tools that we provide to make swim lessons better. For you, you know, as a, or, you know, and for me with our swim lesson program, you know, we're also looking at, we want people to go to our website and sign up for our swim lessons. You know, if you have a social media program already, my, my guess is, is that you're probably, it's either a facility program, like social media account, or it's, you know, and it's just used as marketing or you are your own person who is you know promoting your program what you do in the water or your company you know or your swim program so you're going to be putting pictures of you know the instructor in the water you know having a good time having getting results doing you know videos of successful swim lessons you know and again those are all promoting the program so find out number 1 find out what you are going to promote and then have a plan for it Okay, so find out what you're going to promote and have a plan for it. Let's look at some things that um, you need to watch out for. So number one, you know, who can you take a picture of and what's an appropriate picture? Now, if you have a, if you're part of a program, so like a park district or a company, a YMCA or a um, goldfish swim school or a big blue swim school or a FOSS or, you know, any number of these private swimming companies, there may be as part of the registration, a waiver of promotion rights or picture rights. So you're allowed to take pictures of anybody in your program and use them as marketing material by virtue of signing up for the class. Unless that person has a do not photo, um, requirement form. So they're, so anybody can say, you know, I don't want my picture taken or I don't want my children's picture taken and used in promotional products. And then it's your responsibility as a um, company or a facility to 
not allow that to happen. So if you take pictures of people that are have explicitly said, I do not want to be photographed, then you're liable for that and they may be able to uh, pursue legal um, ramifications with you. So make sure that you have a clear policy in place. You know, any picture that we take as, you know, a participant in our program, we will use or we, we will have the right to use in our promotional materials. Uh, so, and then that's a waiver that everyone needs to sign. And you can have that as part of your registration documents. Um, you know, when you sign up for these swim lessons, you are giving us the right to take pictures and use it in, in our promotional media. Pretty standard, pretty easy. And then you can go ahead and publish it uh, onto social media. So are the people you're taking pictures of aware of it? And are they allowed, are you allowed to take pictures of them? So look out for that. And then inappropriate pictures. You know, what falls under inappropriate? In this respect, I often tell my managers, um, if you are unsure, it's inappropriate. You know, if there's any question, don't do it. So you don't want to be taking pictures of, uh, you know, excessive um, tomfoolery or shenanigans. You don't want to be taking pictures of, you know, employees doing ridiculous things or you doing an unsafe thing. You know, I would avoid pictures of swim instructors throwing children. I would avoid doing that altogether. Um, I would avoid doing anything that's blatantly unsafe or or clearly a violation of some sort of uh, safety regulation. You know, having 20 kids in the pool with one swim instructor and no lifeguard, I wouldn't be posting pictures of that. I wouldn't be doing that in the first place, you know, because it's not a very safe environment. You know, um, exposed skin, you don't want to be overly... Uh, you know, sexual with your swim lessons, especially because you're working with children here. So you want to avoid that as much as possible. Again, I would not recommend doing that either. So don't be, you know, engaging in any suggestive or, you know, lewd actions and then posting on social media when you're trying to get people to come to your program to be in a swim lesson. You know, that's, that's actually going to be, A, it might be illegal. B, it might be, um, off-putting to a lot of people because they don't want to be seeing that type of uh, behavior in a child-friendly environment. So be aware of what you're posting. Is it appropriate? Are you unsure of what you're you're posting? And if you are, you know, ask yourself, is this something that I'm a little questionable on? And if so, then don't do it. Okay, so watch out for, are you allowed to take a picture of this person? Can you use this photo in your marketing material? And is this picture inappropriate? And if it is yes to any of those, then don't take that picture or don't use that picture. Okay, so we talked about, you know, what's the purpose of your social media strategy? Do you have um, a focus? Uh, do you have a goal? And just to reiterate here, you, some of the purposes can be you can drive enrollment to your program by getting traffic to your website. Uh, you can just be, you know, brand awareness, which FOSS or um, YMCA, the YMCA is a really good example. They don't really need to be promoting their specific locations. They can be promoting just the general awareness that YMCA offers swim lessons and this particular YMCA is successful and here's why. You know, they don't, more of their just getting the name out, getting word out about them, uh, will drive traffic to them as a, as a result. Uh, 
so a registration form, you know, are you sending people to your registration form? Are you doing a purely marketing, you know, here are swim lessons they are offered today starting on June 15th. Sign up now and then go to this website. And you can do that. You can just generically send people to your registration page and then your registration page has the latest information on it. So instead of doing, you know, a time specific one, you can just say register today and then have a link to your standard registration form. Uh, and then another one that we don't really see a lot of, and I think that we're going to start seeing more of this, is an email list. So if you uh, have been on swimminglessonsideas.com at all, you know that we offer a free gift for signing up for our email list. And what I want to, what part of the reason that I want to do that is I want to get in your hands the level one parent tot and level two lesson plan that first day so you can see what it's all about and then i also want to also included is the um visual swim skill sheet which is for streamline the skill i gotta get a name for this but it's just a picture you know four pictures of streamline with some the the three things for streamline lock your thumb squeeze your ears look down and then descriptions on how to teach that or what it is so it's this very simple three column page that gives you this highly detailed information with pictures. And I want to get that in your hands too. And then we recently started putting in there uh, the first 15 pages of the swim instructor training workbook and including worksheet number one. And I want to get all this material to you, A, because it's quality information. It's really good content and it's really beneficial and it's going to solve a problem for you immediately, you know. Here are some clear examples how I can teach these skills better in a level in a lesson. And here's how I can teach Streamline really effectively, really easily, and it's only three points. And I'm gonna have a good streamline based off of these three key points. And the, the you know, the simpler we can make it, the more effective it's gonna be. Especially in our, our we're working with younger kids. And then the swim instructor training workbook, you know, it, that beginning portion is excellent material on how to walk somebody through, you know, some of those key swimming skills. Uh, so, you know, number one, it's to get that good quality material to you. But number two, it's to promote our products because we have, you know, we're, we're selling these products on our website because they're so good and we put a lot of time and effort into them. We use them in our program. We use them, you know, every day teaching our swim lessons and they're effective. So, and I want to make that available to a lot of people as possible. So by, and then by getting you on our, our email list, then I can send you information about swim lessons to kind of walk you through how to become a better swim instructor and how to teach swimming better. And we're going to do that through a series of emails and you're going to remember, oh, swimming lessons ideas. Oh, swimming lessons ideas. This is a great resource. And it is, you know, which is part of what the podcast is for is to give you information about swim lessons in a different way. So you don't have to be tied to a website. You know, you can listen to this in the car. You can listen to it as you run. Uh, you know, you can listen to it on the move, you know, when you, when you are available. So an email list is a great tool to keep people connected to your program. And if you can use social media to drive people to that email list, you know, give them, uh, you know, you can give them some incentive to sign up, which you may have received as signing up on our email list. 
But you can give them some sort of incentive and say, you know, if you sign up for our email list, we'll give you a free swim lesson. You know, or if you sign up for our email list, you will um, get a 10% discount. Or you'll get a free swim skill evaluation when you sign up for our email list. And you can have someone, you know, any number of things. You can be creative with this. You know, incentivize them to sign up for your, your email list. And then you can use that email list to keep in contact with your um, audience. And so with people that are you're, attack, you're, you're approaching with your social media, you'll be a way to keep in, con in contact with them beyond just the social media, and you can drive them into the website. So your goal here is to uh, use social media. You know, are we using social media? And what type of things are we using social media for? And maybe one of those things would be get people on an email list and check out our swim lesson program. Now, I want to be very clear here. Do not spam your people on your social media and on your email list with repeated registration and um, enrollment like propaganda. You know, you don't always want to be sending them information, you know, stuff about sign up now. You know, our next classes are starting on Tuesday. Sign up right away. Sign up now. Sign up now. Sign up now. You know, if all you're sending them is registration information, they're going to unsubscribe and go somewhere else. You know, we want to be providing them valuable content, valuable information or valuable images or pictures or tweets or Instagram posts, you know, something that they're going to enjoy seeing or consuming and then remember us as their program. So, you know, and I have some good examples of this in, in the show notes. So, and I'll mention one of them here, swimming lessons, prob or swim lessons, prob or at swim lessons, prob, which is swimming lessons, problems is a really funny, engaging, useful, amusing Twitter account. And the person there has their own business and they teach swim lessons and they talk about those swim lessons on their Twitter account. And I don't think that they know who the, who it is, but, and I don't know if they're driving traffic to their program, but they provide pictures, they have commentary, you know, it's a useful, engaging, they do it very well. And it's not just, hey, sign up for my program. You know, they're going to sign up for your program if they derive value from what you're posting. So if you're using your social media in a way to, you know, show pictures to celebrate success or to give examples of quality instruction, then and then you're going to drive them to your website, you know, hey, you like this, then check out our website. Then just by virtue of doing that, they're going to know where you are, where to find you and how to get more information, how to sign up. Okay, so... Um, and, and you can use, you, know, you can put people, drive them to the website, drive them to enrollment. You can put them into an email list, which then gets them into the website. And you can do a bunch of different things, but find a focus and, and, and do it. Uh, let's move on. So who's going to be running your social media program? Are you going to do it by yourself on the fly? Oh, I'm going to take a picture and then post it immediately. Or do you have someone in charge of your social media accounts? So is this somebody who is in, you know, a part of the program, this is their secondary job? Or do you have someone fully dedicated to just promoting your program through social media? And all the trainings that I've had as part of our, um, our business have been, you should have one person in charge of social media. You shouldn't have four or five different people on the same media account 
providing content because it muddies the waters and it, and it becomes jargled and all over the place and there's no focus. So you need to have a focus for your social media program. And this, you know, I talked about this before, you know, have a plan, have some place that you're going with it. So who's in charge of this? And, and most people suggest there should be one person in charge of social media. Um, now, that's not to say that there should be one source of content. You should be utilizing many different avenues to capture images or videos. So have a lot of people taking pictures and putting it all in a single place where one person can sift through all that information and then categorize it and then upload it and post it on the social media accounts. So you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to have three different swim instructors all in charge of, you know, Lakewood Aquatic Swim Club and you don't understand where it's going because it doesn't make sense on who's posting and who's who. You know, you want to have one person aligned with who's in charge. Uh, the next thing here, let's move on. So you have one person is how often are you going to post? So what is your update schedule? Are you going to post to Twitter every Monday, every, you know, every hour? What happens when you go on vacation? You know, what are you going to do um, when that social media manager isn't around? You know, how are you going to go about taking care of updating social media? You know, if you're doing it on the fly, you know, take a picture, post it immediately. Uh, then it's going to be much more erratic and which is fine, which works. Um, or are you going to use some sort of automatic posting tool? So for example, there are two tools that, and they are meetedgar.com and bufferapp.com. So meetedgar, edgar, so edgar, meetedgar.com and bufferapp.com. And these are two different tools that have one is free and one is $50 a month. And they both essentially do the same thing. And that is they will take your media and they'll automatically post it for you on a schedule that you choose. So Meet Edgar is a little different. You upload all your files and then it will go through and randomly select or, you know, in a list, select and post to your accounts and a specific interval and a specific time, and you can organize everything by category. So you can upload, you know, uh, 200 pictures of level up uh, pictures. So this category is when a kid moves out of a group, they get a picture with the instructor and their certificate, and we put it in this file or this bucket, and it gets uploaded to Meet Edgar, and it falls under the level up category. And then every Monday at 10 a.m., we post, you can post to all of your accounts uh, a picture of that one person in that bucket will get pulled and post to a social media account. And then that'll happen indefinitely until you run out of pictures, then it starts over again, which is fine. Uh, and you can do that for, and you can set up different schedules for different accounts so and different categories. So the $50 that you spend, if you're really vested and you have a lot of content, $50 a month for Meet Edgar is a great price for the ease of effort. So it just requires you to set up your schedule, set up your categories, and then upload your content. And then you're set to go. You know, it'll, you can put in a default, here's what I wanted to say, and here's what it's going to look like each time it gets posted. You can put links on there. If for Twitter, you can put 
uh, hashtags for Instagram. You can do posts for Facebook. Uh, it's all very customizable and very easy, and it's a great quality product. So meetedgar.com, it's $50 a month. You can, uh, like I said, upload your pictures there, and it'll, it's just like uploading an auto drip sequence of pictures and set to a schedule. The other option is bufferapp.com. It's similar to this, but you have to upload each picture and there's not a bank of them. You can't mass import, you know, you can't put 300 or 400 pictures into a into a category and then have them automatically distributed by the system. You have to, you know, with Buffer, you have to say, here's picture number one and it's going to go to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at this time or it's going to fall into this queue because it the queue is every day, twice a day at these times. So you put it into your queue and you can just load your queue and it buffs up. Uh, so you can do it all at once. You can batch it together. So you can say, but you have to do each individual picture one at a time. So you upload a picture, type in your stuff or copy paste your, your text and then upload it. And then you have to do the next one. So there's not a mass upload like there is with Edgar. But the alternative here is that it's free. So Buffer app is a good free source if you want to, if you have the time to do it. Meet Edgar is an awesome source if you just want to upload into categories and then just kind of forget about it. It's an excellent way to go about promoting on an auto sequence a large amount of information. So those are the two tools that I've used in the past uh, that I use now. I use Buffer now um, just because we're not heavily vested in our social media at this point um, because we're focusing more on building quality content so um, and then using that hopefully to get people to our website so i just wanted to mention these few people um, that do social media really well and these will be in the show notes so if you're interested in checking them out so on instagram i follow swimming.lessons uh, which is a pic, which is a one guy that teaches swim lessons, and he posts pictures of himself and the kids that he's teaching. Aquatots Michigan, they have a really good uh, Instagram pictures. Again, uh, Baby Swimming Thailand, they always have some really good pictures of their classes and kids. Saline Swim Team, uh, they have a lot of good swim team stuff, pictures of the coaches and the and a lot of cool pictures. And then Aquatots Chandler, which is also a very good uh, source. They do Instagram really well, uh, taking pictures. And then on Twitter, I mentioned this before, at Swim Lessons Prob, which is Swimming Lessons Problems. They're a very amusing, engaging, and quality uh, Twitter account. Florida Swim LSC, it's the official uh, swimming account for Florida Swimming of USA Swimming. They put a lot of good pictures and information on there. And then at Big Blue Swimming, which is a swim lesson program, I think it's out of Chicago, um, that have a lot of good content on their Twitter account. So those are some examples that you can look at to see who does this well. Uh, and of course, if you're interested in swim lessons, follow us. It's at Swimming Ideas on Twitter. And we have a Facebook page. Uh, swimming le swimming ideas there as well. Um, definitely connect with us on Twitter. We Like I said, we're not heavily vested in promoting our, our information on it, but we are active. We're, so we're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Uh, and you can find us at Swimming Ideas. Um, 
Our website is swimminglessonsideas.com. And I encourage you to check it out because we have a lot of great information there uh, for you to consume. Uh, so I want to know from you, you know, do you use social media to promote your swim lessons? Do you use it to promote anything? Are you aware of a social media account for your program? You know, if you're just a, if you're an employee in a big company, does your company promote your swim lessons? And if you're on your own, do you use social media at all to promote it? And if so, let me know. I'd love to follow you. I'd love to check it out. I'd love to see what you do to promote swimming in general. Now, you can connect with me at Twitter, at Swimming Ideas, or you can send me an email. My name is Jeff. At uh, My email account is jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. And you can just send me an email, and I'd be love to hear from you. That's jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, and I hope you got something out of it. Uh, let me know. Leave an honest review for us on iTunes if you use that, or leave me an honest review in the comments below on the uh, blog post of this, this, uh, this podcast. And look forward to hearing from you again. Take care, and hope your summer's going well.